call from? <laughs> Paul. From the Here, Diamond press, Center? Press one. To send a voicemail, press two. Is this Paul from the Diamond Center? No. From what? It's a Bay Area reference. Hello? Bay Area reference. I'm assuming oh, you're not... I'm... Yeah. No, I'm not from the Bay Area. Wow. Uh, hi. What's up? Okay. Uh, you want to hear uh, a story? <laughs> sure. Okay. Uh, so I lost my front tooth a couple months ago. Um, I was on a rope swing, and uh, like it was like over a river. So like I climbed this tree, and I get on the rope swing. And, like, as I reached the full pendulum of the swing, I let go of the rope, and the rope, like, wraps around my face and gets into my mouth. And as I fall into the water, <laughs> it snags on my tooth and rips my front tooth out of my skull. Oh, my God. Yeah. Where, so when, you, have a front. when you landed? It's like my very front top tooth. Were you knocked out at all? Were you like, where am I? I need water. <laughs> <laughs> Who is that? Were you disorientated and just all like, Where am I? Uh, I need water. It was like, <laughs> uh, I don't know what you said, but it was like that. Yeah. It was like, I I didn't, I didn't feel it because it like, it ripped the whole tooth and all the nerve endings out. Hello. So there wasn't any this pain, but it was like, it was shock. Chelsea, a happy birthday. Yeah. Was, uh, what? <laughs> Hello, this is Chelsea. Burbank Podiatry wishing Chelsea a happy birthday. Ah, that's that's nice. That's nice that they would do that for you. Listen, so you lost two teeth, your two front teeth? No, I lost I lost one front tooth. So now I just have a hole where where my, where my tooth is supposed to be. No, this is like so, this is a little edgy or like out there. But what about getting a replacement? Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, they're they're just expensive. Like it costs right. like twenty five hundred dollars, and I don't have a lot of money. Oh man, but, uh, this I'm, is fucking heartbreaking right here. This is the yeah, heartbreak. It's okay. Hotel. It could have been worse, you know. I you know what? Uh, I honestly, I my instinct was to be like, you know what? Fuck it. I'll pay for it. <laughs> But then I was like, that's a lot of money. And then I'm also just like, you know what? What can I just pay for everything all the time? Just the first time in my life where I'm like, oh, my God, I have an income. And then it's like, I feel like I should just pay for everything for everyone. And then yeah. that's that's how like MC Hammer got bankrupt. You know what I mean? But I got five on it. Uh, I'll, I'll take it. Do you do like PayPal? Cause I can, <laughs> that you know, would be a, actually. Use. Hold on. Seriously. I'm kidding. No, but seriously, no, no, no. wait, listen to me. Listen to me, please. You should do a fucking okay. Kickstarter. Do a Kickstarter for I a... did. What? Yeah, I, I, I have. It's a GoFundMe account. So far, I've got like, like 300 something bucks. What is, is there so, a video? Uh, I I think it, shit. I, I think the, the URL is like GoFundMe.com. Slash Paul's missing tooth. 
I like how you're trying to act blase uh, about it, but you know you called to promote it, you rascal. Yeah, no, I did. Here's the no, other. Th- well, you can edit it out. I really, it's fine. No, no, I think it's a good cause. I, no, I just wanted to have something interesting to bring it is interesting. to the table, like you ask. No, I think it is interesting. I also think it would be pretty awesome if you did a whole Kickstarter for your tooth and then you take all that money yeah. and you just buy drugs and alcohol with it and you're like, <laughs> you're like, fuck those fucking city slickers. And then you're just like drinking and like getting wasted and with your tooth out and you're like, yeehaw! We cut to you just like going on a rampage. <laughs> then you knock out another tooth or something and it just becomes like a total yeah. downward spiral. And then we cut to like in 10 years, you're homeless on the street. You have no tooth. Teeth and you're telling someone the story through your flapping gums. Oh, dude, I think about that. Like, what if I become homeless and I don't have a tooth and people are going to think it's because I'm like dirty and homeless and I neglect myself? And, and meanwhile, it's from but, uh, the good old American pastime yeah. of a rope swing. Yeah. Well, I'm going to definitely encourage people to visit that URL. Let's hear what it is again. Uh, I. I, I made it a long time ago. I, I think it's GoFundMe.com slash Paul's Missing Tooth. But wouldn't it be maybe prudent to do it on Kickstarter? That's the one everyone knows. I'll tell you what. Uh, if you I, set well, it up and you someone, do it. Someone actually made it for me. No, no. Here's I, what I you got to do. I up with the idea. Someone just started a GoFundMe account for me. I feel like what you should do is record a, a Kickstarter with your tooth missing, uh-huh. so people see you, get a sense of you, and then if you tweet me the link, I'll retweet it. Okay, establish a presence, and then <laughs> give you the yeah, give you the Twitter. Okay. I mean, I mean, maybe people will check out this GoFundMe, but it seems a little off the beaten path. Well, look, I'm uh, I'm gonna go. Listen, I'm, I'm sorry driving. about your your tooth, but at least you can do cool shit like you know spit water through it at kids and stuff <laughs> yeah is it harder pretty, to eat yeah uh no not really um i mean i can't you know it's hard to eat like an ear of corn but uh everything else is fine i mean right. it's easier to like use straws and stuff so that's that's interesting that's good um, yeah that's, that's something i don't know i feel awful now yeah. Oh, man. Uh, I, want, I didn't mean to make you feel awful. No, Chelsea. I'm I sorry. To, like, give you a cool... I want to help you. I hope that something comes together. Um, okay. I'm, I'm sure it will. It'll okay. be fine. All right. Well, uh, do you still go rope swinging? No. I, I have, uh, you know, not yet. Not since then. You know, I used to do uh, commentary for this show on True TV called World's Dumbest, and it would be all these different videos of different crazy mishaps and all types of shit like that. And I got to say, rope swings were involved in a lot of mishaps. So if anything, like, yeah. maybe we should make a PSA about rope swings. <laughs> They're incredibly <laughs> dangerous. Yeah. Stay off rope swings, everyone. All right. Well, thank you. Okay, thank you. Bye. Guys, seriously, stay off those rope swings, all right? They just... I seriously feel like I've seen multiple videos of severe rope swing injuries. Call from... It hurts. Colleen. To accept. Colleen, Colleen. (laughs) Hi, Chelsea. How are you? 
I'm good. I am currently in Portland International Airport. Um, why are you, is your flight canceled? Pardon? Was your flight canceled or something? Are you grounded? It was, it was delayed and I'm trying to get back to Los Angeles after a lovely I'll pay for your ticket. For the first time. I'll pay for your ticket. Is that what you're asking? You <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I'm just like literally waiting and surrounded by really disgruntled, uh, passengers who have gotten their, like, trip messed up because of the no storms in the or something. You know, now that you're calling, it's reminding me of this girl. I mean, just in the simple fact that you're a girl and you're calling. But like yesterday, I was looking (laughs) at a puppy, okay? I was holding a Uh little tiny puppy on my chest. And I was just so smitten, you know, and I was trying to get like bond with it. And other people were like milling around. What kind of puppy was it? Well, it was a mix and they didn't know the mix. And that's the problem with all these rescues. Like I have allergies. My boyfriend has allergies. So it's like, we really need one that's just hair, not fur. And this one, they thought it was a mix of like a Havanese and a poodle, but maybe a Chihuahua or something. Like they thought it had some, it was seriously the cutest fucking thing I've ever seen. And I was so in love with it and I wanted it. And I go to start. Well, first of all, I go to start filling out the application and I started sneezing 18,000 times and I had to, (laughs) I had to walk away, but I was already heartbroken then. So in the first part of this story where I'm holding the puppy on my chest and I'm like trying to see if I'm allergic or see what its personality is like, a girl walks up to me and she goes, Chelsea Peretti and a puppy. And (laughs) I'm like, hi, you know, like, I'm not like crazily like hi you know like it's kind of weird like i don't know like i'm assuming she's listened to the podcast or something but i didn't know like who she is or what if she had like walked over there specifically to talk to me or she was happened to be over and she goes yeah i had held that one earlier i'm like yeah he's so cute and then she said she knew someone i knew and like i just you know frequently if i'm like a, either distracted or just in a you know weird mood or I don't have instant rapport with someone I'm not like super outgoing like I'm either shy or I'm like sort of brief and so she makes yeah and I'm sure it's, I'm sure it's always jarring when like random people just come up and say your full name sometimes yeah I mean it's just like I think it's such a vibe thing but like some people come up and you just have an instant like you feel comfortable around them and some people just you're not sure or depends on the day or you know I don't know but yeah, it, yeah, and so she just kind of was standing there and I didn't really make tons of conversation. And then she kind of like rolled her eyes and was like, all right, well, nice to meet you, you know, or something. And I was just like, and then it was like kind of bugging me after that, where I'm just like thinking about it the next couple hours, like, oh, that girl thinks I'm a bitch. Like, should I have been more outgoing, blah, blah, blah. But then part of me is like, I just was trying to hold a puppy and get to know it. And I didn't know. I don't know why I'm telling you this. You're trying to make a huge life decision right now. Yeah, it is a huge life decision. Thank (laughs) you. (laughs) That makes it sound even more important. No, that's understandable. Like, you know, even with, like, when I'm meeting a friend's friend, they expect me to be, like, you know, I I feel a lot of pressure to, like, be, like, engaging and stuff like that. Yeah, I feel like friends, the friends of friends category is, you know... I don't know. It's, I was going to say that friends of friends should be abolished. But the thing is, it's like some people, it's really fun meeting their friends. But I feel like. Uh-oh. Yeah, honestly, I was in Portland this weekend meeting my boyfriend's friends for the first time. Oh, how'd it and, go? 
I think it went well. Um, I like kind of made an ass of myself at a karaoke bar the other night singing No Doubt. Right. And that's what it's um, for, though, that, right? I think that one's some point, like on my end, so <laughs> we'll see. Why? What did you do? <laughs> Sing too hard or? Yeah, I just really wanted to channel Gwen as much as possible. And um, <laughs> I, I got a little. I, I was in the zone, I like to say, I just think. It seems like people really embarrass themselves at karaoke and have, like, regrettable experiences. Like, maybe just don't karaoke. I feel like yeah. it's like karaoke and, and rope swings are the leading causes of death in America. <laughs> rope swings. It's like really miscalculating, jumping off the edge. Oh, oh, like, the night I went, there's this, like, crazy, crazy-looking guy who thinks born in the USA but he only know the chorus. And so he just decided to like take off the shirt and like jump on the table and we like toppled over. I'm like, dude, what are you trying to prove? <laughs> and he smelled bad. So, um, well, what? this, the airport sounds have become a bit of an impediment, but okay, I I'm do, sorry. Ch- I am moving a lot. I do cherish your call and I wish you the best of luck on your journey. I hope you Thank get you, an Chelsea. aisle seat. Bye. I'm a good caller. Bye. <laughs> Did she say I'm a good caller? Thank you, Chelsea. I'm a good caller. Bye. That's smart. Good branding. Good branding. So, wait, there was something that came up. Pedophiles. Walk up. Oh, I've been watching tons of Alaska shows. I can't remember what we've last talked about on the. Well, last episode was the bong episode. One of the classics. Um, but, uh, yeah, these Alaska shows, there's tons on cable. Is it like cheap to shoot in Alaska or something? There's just like a, like 40 shows in Alaska. It's like Survivor Man and like living in Alaska and eating soup in Alaska. Like there's like 50 different shows. And in a weird way, they're super boring and riveting. Much like the movie All is Lost, which I saw last night. Robert Redford really is somehow really satisfying to watch. And it's basically All is Lost is a movie where he's the only actor in it. Tim on a boat. And let's just say the title indicates the tone of his journey. But um, it's like Gravity and Water minus George Clooney. God, I haven't listened to I haven't listened to any of these episodes past like just the first time I listened to them. So it would be really weird to listen to the first episode now that the show has evolved so much. <laughs> oh, it's crazy. Hey, Poppy, Poppy, please be quiet. You talking to me? Oh my God, we have some amazing things to share with you guys this episode that I'm so excited for. So anyway, I feel like the end of my dog thing is that I have to get a dog from a breeder and everyone's like, "Eh, get a rescue. But here's what happens. You go to a rescue, they're all like, it's a poodle mix. We do not know like what kind of mix, but it's a poodle mix. So then you get a dog and then you're allergic and then it's like back to the goddamn drawing board. 
But then every breeder of like hypoallergenic dogs, like a, particularly poodles that I've looked at, it's in like five different fonts, the website. It's like many of the fonts are cursive and pink. And then there's like, then they basically, if you breed poodles, you do not know how to build a website. And the website that you build is a fun house full of dead ends and frilly writing and pictures of puppies and pearls. If I got a poodle, it would be in the teddy bear cut. And that's where they look like little teddy bears. Poodles don't have to look all crazy and frou-frou. They have a bad name from that one cut. But if you give them a teddy bear cut, they look good. <sighs> I feel defensive already. Not hypoallergenic. Call from. I don't like Yorkies. To accept. I don't like Yorkies. Hello? Yeah, I, I'm saying I don't like Yorkies that much. Do you? No, I don't. Definitely not. But they're so popular. Here's my thing with Yorkies. They always look greasy. If I <laughs> They should be called they should be called greasies, am I right? <laughs> Any little dog is just a little shit. No no. no, no. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. I'm not saying that. I know I, mean, I just saw your tweets that you wanted a little one, but Listen. I don't know. I want to be able to travel easily and I don't, uh, big dogs, you have to exercise them all the time and it's, it's a whole different responsibility level. Yeah. Now there's a difference between a tiny dog that looks like a rat and a dog that's like a mid-sized <laughs> companion can go on a walk or go on a hike, but isn't like huge, mon you know, like, I like agree, I agree. here's the other thing, the bigger the dog, the bigger the dog's butthole and they sit all <laughs> over your house and they sit on stuff, stamping their butt juice all over your stuff. And also Absolutely. the bigger the dog, the bigger the shit you're picking up every day. So I think uh -huh. that like a mid-sized dog, like a toy poodle I had growing up, that's a great size. My aunt has a Westie poo. Those, it's pretty cute. It's not too small and it looks more like a bigger dog. So I like that one. Try to get a little one like that. Yeah, I want to. Um, I want to find one, but I literally don't know where to go. The shelters I keep meeting dogs that are all crazy or weird or not hair. They have fur. Yeah. I'm, I'm starting to lose it. I need a dog in 2004. Tarn. Got to keep your resolution. I'm exhausted. I'm exhausted. Uh, I I want to get a dog too, but. I just, we had to put my dog down in August, so it's kind mm, of a bummer. Man, that is the other thing that sucks about getting a dog is like eventually it's going to die and then you're going to be so mm. sad. Terrible. Yeah. So how was your vacation in Hawaii? <laughs> I just accidentally opened the <laughs> Uber app. That would be so funny if I just bounced right now in the middle of my podcast. <laughs> okay. Once you call it, you got to go. Uber. <laughs> I've been really into making up fake ads for everything in life lately. Fuck, why did I just open Waze? This is crazy. I'm losing it. Anyway, Hawaii was great. Call from... To accept, press... Hello? Hello? Hi. Hi. Ding, ding, ding. Uh-oh, looks like we're out of time. Goodbye. No! <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I have questions. Okay. Okay, so thoughts? Do you say pecan or pecan? 
I say pecan, but I say it with always a hair of doubt. Do you judge people that say pecan? No, I, it's one of those words where I feel like both are allowable. Okay, I agree. That's what, yeah. Um, <laughs> have you ever been to Diddy Reese? Diddy Reese? Yeah. What is that? I forget. It's the greatest thing you'll ever put in your mouth. Um, you haven't met West- my boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> it's in Westwood, and they take two freshly baked cookies and they slap ice cream in the middle. It's called it's like an ice cream dollar. sandwich. It's been it's been around for a while. <laughs> no, not like the ice cream sandwiches with the weird chocolate stuff that sticks to your fingers that comes in a wrapper that you I, have to eat. I have to say though, I straight up love a cheap ass ice cream sandwich. I love when this those ones where it's so soft that it breaks off onto your fingers and it's all melty. I mean, I honestly think I like those better than gourmet ice cream sandwiches. Have you eaten a wrapper with it before? That's that place milk, right? It's what? Milk. Doesn't milk you can eat the wrapper? I have no idea. Mm. Well, anyway, there's certain things that I think are better as the cheap version. Macaroni and cheese, not always better, but a lot of times that straight up cheap macaroni and cheese really does the job. And ice cream sandwiches, grilled cheese I like with American cheese on white bread. That's really honestly to me the best grilled cheese at a diner. Craft singles? Mm, I guess so. Is there doubles? (laughs) That's what they're called, the little things in the wrapper? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe so. Cool. Um, anyway, whatever. So, I heard the topic is Kona coffee. Yeah, what do you think? Is that a real thing? I mean, Kona coffee, I was just in Hawaii. Kona coffee is like this crazy, expensive coffee. And then, like, you know, we tried some at this farm, and I was like, this coffee farm, and I was like, mm, I don't feel like it tastes that good for how expensive it is. I was hoping it was going to be... You know, I've read descriptions like it's the smoothest, you know, whatever. And then then we read all this stuff about it, how there's tons of variety and quality and how like anyone can put their name if it's grown in this region and it doesn't really guarantee amazing coffee. And then I got like kind of discouraged, really let down. Yeah, I don't, I'm a barista and I'm supposed to sell it and it's supposed to be gourmet, but... Like, they say it's supposed to taste like Jesus' tears. I'm like, there's this huge thing about it. But doesn't McDonald's advertise that they sell Kona coffee? Do they? I don't know. I don't go there. (laughs) This is my most elitist episode, I think, that I've ever done. (laughs) (laughs) There's nothing wrong with that. I don't know. It's it's lonely. It's lonely. (laughs) Um, Why? (laughs) I don't know. I just... um, I don't know. I want to get Kona coffee that's like the best, but I don't know which one it is. <laughs> well, Kona and Jamaica are supposed to be the most expensive, so I guess you're on the right path. But Chico gave me some Jamaican coffee, and then, like, I think she's, I think it was Chico that told me it's not even supposed to be that good or something. She found out. I don't know. I, then we started Googling, little- like, what is the best coffee in the world? And it was like, the most complicated answers and all this stuff. I mean, technically I should probably quit coffee. I probably would wake up with less headaches and tension and stuff. No, but it smells good. I mean, we're not crazy if I quit coffee and I have the song coffee cranking through my sis is my legacy. (laughs) 
you could just play it and then play it at half speed so it's all sad in the morning. Yeah. That would be the casting free version. I was trying to play a game at work um, with the other actors about, like, take a pop song, like, take the most upbeat pop song you can think of and try to sing it in, like, a sad acapella way. <laughs> so... <laughs> like I was doing like tonight, you know, that song was like, tonight's gonna be a good night. Tonight's yeah. gonna be a good, good night. And I got a feeling. And I was trying to be like, tonight's gonna be a good night. You know, or something that's more scary. <laughs> but it's like, like, like murdering a puppy. <laughs> straight Jody Arias on that. <laughs> But yeah, um, you know, what's funny is like, someone was like, do you follow Jodi Aries? And like, you have to, like, it's so entertaining, but I'm straight up scared to follow her on Twitter. Like, I don't want to even be on her radar. That's why I talk about her on a podcast. That, that definitely won't be on the radar. <laughs> All right. Call from <laughs> your mom. Mom? Mom? Hello? Hi, is mom, this... this is not your mom. <laughs> well, you might want to change your message in which you say your name is your mom. Oh, shit. I don't even remember. I did that like 12 years ago. This <laughs> is a very strange moment for me. Totally. Me too. This is very weird. One minute I was doing my financial literacy homework and now I'm talking to you. Uh-oh. Looks like we're out of time. Goodbye. Just kidding. Okay, bye. Wait, did you hang up? No. Yeah, I did. Oh. Okay, all right. I didn't. You didn't? Holy shit. Oh, my God. Do you have a dog? I do have a dog. What kind is it? She's a black lab, but she's kind of gray now because she's super old. I do hate that dogs get gray. It sucks. (laughs) She, She has, like, this gray beard. Yeah. It's very strange because she's like, she's very small, so she looks young, but she has this gray beard, which makes her look like an old man dog. That's funny. Well, I just wish dogs Have like, were, I feel like dogs should Wait, be. Um, yes. You always say that you're looking for a dog. Have you decided on what you want yet? I know what I want. I want a multi poo, I think. But I also, someone told me about another breed that I've never even heard of today on Twitter, and I thought it was really cute. I mean, I basically just want a, a, I think I have to find, like, a breeder in this area, and I don't know how you find one that's, like, reputable or something. You can't buy it from a puppy farm, though. Please don't do that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't want to go to a pet store or something. That's really fucked up, yeah. Yeah. Um, Have you ever heard of a puggle? Yeah, but I don't like pugs. I mean, here's the thing. I think that, like, my my theory, but I may be incorrect. I mean, obviously, there's lots of, like, pretty girls who have small, cute dogs. But I do feel like there's, like, something about, like, there's a lot of, like, really hot girls that like ugly dogs. Like, they like pugs or, like, those, those, like, drooly english whatevers or i feel like like the like really hot girls are like oh my god ugly is so fascinating and interesting meanwhile i've been ugly my whole life so i want a perfectly you want, like, a cute, cute dog you, know, you want, don't want like an ugly dog that you're gonna look at and be sad about and reminded of my own painful youth you know i just exactly. want exactly so you want a cute dog to feel better about yourself yeah 
It's very superficial, but it is funny how superficial, like walking through a shelter or something, I'm walking through there going like, "Mm, that one's not cute enough. That one's not cute enough. It is just a weird thing. I mean, dogs are just these like, they're at our, I mean, there is like PETA, you know, extremists or whatever who are like, that relationship is wrong, right? Or something like. Like, you know, the woman who runs PETA said that she wants her body to be made into like burritos or something when she's dead. Ugh, pass. I wouldn't eat that. Oh, I mean, that is seriously but the like. Poos are really cute. What are multi poos? Yeah, they're really cute. I know they're so cute. I mean, I think I could also get a toy poodle and just do a teddy bear cut, and it would look roughly that way too. And then I was looking at very. I like as ho- long as you would carry it around like in a bag, like Paris Hilton, and take it everywhere. I know, but I might have to sometimes. <laughs> Well, as long as it's not like a pink, like bedazzled bag. No, I'm not into the feminization of dogs and like putting like people clothes on dogs or putting necklaces. No, or- that's not just me too. I understand you. Yeah, like people are like making, I bought a crystal bracelet for my dog. It's like. Yes, they get like the Slavorsky crystal choke collars. Yeah, it's just not my, I would never do that. But I definitely think I want a dog that I can take around if I want. <sighs> anyway, I don't know. This is like, this is a question. Well, I hope you get your dog and you love it a lot. Thank dogs you. Are super cool. I know. They're the best. Have you ever had one? Yeah. yeah, they're awesome. They're like, they're so much better than cats because dogs don't feel like they can boss you around and shit. Well, some do. My friend is fostering well, a dog right now and it's like, you know, if the dog thinks it's the alpha it's like barking at you if you leave or like there's different weird things. There's a lot of psychology in dogs. Yeah. But like I used to have a cat and the cat used to like, it was so annoying. But if you just, if you pet a dog, it'll be like your best friend forever. Even if you just rub its head. But a cat's always going to feel like it's in charge of you. Mm. <laughs> I had to end this call. I just, I have a headache. Uh, I don't know. I'm starting to have a lot of self-doubt about this episode. It's hard to keep it real all the time, you know? Sometimes you just want to be so, like, ignorant or just... Whatever. I mean, is Kobe playing basketball right now? I don't understand. Is is he healed? I just do what I do on a daily basis. I stay in shape. I get stronger. I focus on the moment. Kobe on his return. I just wish I could talk to Kobe. Or not, I don't need to talk to him personally, but I wish I could hear his actual thoughts. Like, does he, how does he feel right now? This is the end of his career. It's kind of going shitty. Aubrey Utopia. To accept, press 1. To send a voicemail, press 2. Who is this? Hello? Mm-hmm. Hi, Chelsea. It's Aubrey. And I have brought something to the table today. Wonderful. Um, I have... And my volume's a little low. I have a pronunciation test. Okay, well, first of all, pronunciation. I'm always unclear if it's... Pr- <laughs> 
I guess it is pronunciation. It's not pronunciation, but pronunciation sounds so. No, it's not. It sounds yeah, so uppity, doesn't it? Mm, I don't know. I feel like so many people say it incorrectly, but the correct pronunciation sounds kind of snooty. Yeah, but I mean, there's certain words or there's certain grammar that it just. I know like one way is supposed to be right, but it just feels so wrong that I just ignore it. I know. But this, I don't think any of them are, well, I don't know. But do you want to give it a try? Yeah. Okay. Pajamas or pajamas? I think I say pajamas. Pajamas? Pajamas. I'm going to put my pajamas on. I'm going to put my pajamas Pajamas? On. I'm going to put my pajamas on. Pajamas. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Well, the correct answer is pajamas. Do you say, I think I already know the answer to this one. Do you say aunt or aunt? Aunt or aunt. My aunt Gina, aunt Gina. I don't even know. Honestly, like I'm starting to panic like this is a math test. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've heard you say aunt on the podcast really? before, but the correct answer the correct answer is aunt. But see, aunt um, sounds, sounds wrong or something. I don't know everything. Aunt Gina, aunt Gina. No, I don't know. Um, envelope or envelope? Envelope. Correct. Address or address? Address. Correct. Um, either What's or What's the either. address? What's the address? What? I do it both. I say it both ways, <laughs> depending what sentence. Because I would say to someone, what's the address? Yeah. And I would also be like, my address is blah, blah, blah. I feel like it's like some of these are, I mean, is English a tonal language? What? What else? Um, either or either. Either. Correct. Um, adult or adult? Adult. I hate when people say adult. <laughs> Correct. Caribbean or Caribbean? Car- Caribbean. Um, I actually don't know what I say for this one, so I can't tell you. Wait, you're, you're just going that. off what you say? <laughs> I thought you were like holding a Webster's dictionary right now. That is ridiculous. Get the fuck out of here. Um, Do you say roof or roof? Uh, Roof. I mean, roof is like my grandmother talks like that. Oh, he's got to go up on the roof. He got to go up on the roof and see like, look at the TV. (laughs) Hello. 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 All right. All right. That's how she ends every call. All right, Chelsea. <laughs> All right, Chelsea. <laughs> All right. Vase or vase? Vase. Vase is ridiculous. Correct. Oh, can you Caramel pass me that vase? Caramel. Can you pass me that vase, please? <laughs> um, Caramel or caramel? Creme caramel. Caramel. Caramels. Mm, incorrect. Caramels. Caramel. I don't know. There, I feel like I do all of these words both ways. Now, this one is very close to my heart. Um, Nevada or Nevada? Nevada. Incorrect. Nevada. Nevada. I yeah. think I've heard, I think I say both of all these. I swear to you. Nevada City. I just moved Nevada City. to Reno. I just moved to Reno and like every single day this car parks next to me. 
and it has a bumper sticker that says, it's not Nevada, it's Nevada. And, like, I agree, but that's a really stupid bumper sticker. I mean, yeah, that's the team you're on. (laughs) (laughs) Another state, Oregon or, uh, wait, Oregon or Oregon? Oregon. Correct. Pecan or pecan? Pecan. We already did that. No. Oh. (laughs) Uh, Correct. Via or via? Via. Via. I heard this via. Via. I don't know. I think both. Yeah, I would agree with you. Correct. Presentation or presentation? Presentation. I did not say presentation. Correct. But it is so funny to me when people say that. Like, welcome to our presentation. Presentation. Yeah. It's just very, very like over the top. It is. It's unnecessary. Um, data or data? I don't know. I say both. Data. It probably um, has a different scenario meaning. or scenario. 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 Correct. Plaza or plaza? Plaza. Correct. Experiment or experiment? At this time, I do need to check in on the volume of these words. How many are in this (laughs) group? There's only one. (laughs) I feel like your tone is as if this is going to go on for another hour. (laughs) That's true. I would have to agree with you. I'm uh, sick right now, so I'm kind of like, wait, what my was, voice is really boring. What was the last one you did? Uh, experiment or experiment? Experiment. Experiment. Correct. Economics or economics? This is the last one. Economics, but I know people say economics. Correct. I'm so glad you did that because I've been like, thank Every time I think of a word, I've been putting it on a list. And I've been so ready to bring something to the table. That's crazy. That's a great list. I'd play an applause, but I only have modified (laughs) sound effects right now. I want to to do... Now I want to test you on some pronunciations. Graham cracker or Graham cracker? (laughs) Um, Graham cracker. People don't actually say that, do they? Sunshine or soon shoon. (laughs) Uh, I'll go with sunshine. Correct. Window or wa'i'a? I've always said window, but I've heard both ways. Right. Correct. Bookshelf or bookshelf? Bookshelf. Incorrect. It's it's bookshelf. Incorrect. Um, Paper or Hey, Joseph, hear me that thing. I say paper myself. Correct. Stool or Ayata? No! No! Stool. Correct. Handle or or handle la 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 bla 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 bla
effort. You did a good job in all his last. Bloom, 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 blandle. Um, a handle, I think, is what I say. No. It's actually oh. bloom, bloom. You get the gist. All right. Well, listen, this has been a very fruitful call. I'm sure everyone's learned a lot about pronunciation of weirds. Pronunciation of weirds. So anyway, thank you, teacher. Thank you, teacher. It's always good to remain extremely teachable. And everyone will tell you that, all the great teachers. Of course, they have a vested interest. <laughs> but, okay, so I have this new thumbprint thing on my iPhone where you can do your thumbprint to get the phone unlocked. It becomes less consistent as you go along. Tisk tisk Apple. Now, here's the other thing. I am on my, like, 80th phone of the month. I've had nothing but malfunctions and problems. And then I realized in my travel, I lost my plug, and none of my other laptop plugs fit. Ugh, it's just like, just make all the Call plugs from. the same. Gina. Didn't we already Except, talk? I don't know. Hello? Chelsea! Gina! <laughs> what is up, girl? Harry. How are you doing? How are you? Listen. Oh, my gosh. Okay. I've been binging all of your episodes of the podcast. <laughs> Today? And, well, no, like in the past couple weeks. That'd be funny if you're like, and right? I'm a therapist and I can actually classify you have a personality disorder. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I am a therapist. That's really funny that you would say Oh, that. my God. <laughs> am I okay? I do not think you are great. I do not think you have a personality disorder. Oh, thank God. You're like, <laughs> You're yet. on the other hand. Yeah. <laughs> but listen, don't remember like a few weeks ago, or actually I don't know how long ago it was, maybe it was a few months ago, you had a couple teenagers calling in talking about Sacramento mm. and about that, about a murderer. They were telling you like, this lady called, killed everybody who came to her door. Oh, vaguely, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They You're like, that's me. That. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, I'm from Sacramento. Uh -huh. And that story, I think what they're talking about is this woman named Dorothea Puente uh -huh. who took in, um, like, senior citizens. Like, she had ran some kind of unofficial senior citizen home uh -huh. and then took their Social Security checks. Oh, no. And when they died, she kept catching them and she buried them in her backyard. Or maybe she did kill some of them. She did kill them, too. Killed some of them. And the other one she just buried and profited from them. Oh, God. So it wasn't, it wasn't quite like every time somebody ran her doorbell, she just, you know, pulled out a machete. Wow, that's so, so weird. I, I mean, fair. did she abuse them when they lived with her? Or she was like a good caretaker and then... Stole their money. No, I think I think she was really crazy and, and, and was abusive of them all along. I mean, the kind of person who would, you know, run an illegal um operation brothel. like that. It was it was an it was an elder brothel that she ran. Yes. <laughs> such a nightmare. Oh my god. No. You think you're dropping your grandparent no. off at a safe place? Wait, so wait, are you a therapist where you take people in like for an hour and they talk to you? Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, 45 minutes, but yeah. Whoa, running a tight ship. 
45, a little little non-traditional. Got to turn and burn. I mean, sometimes I wish I had my little ding, 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 ding. <laughs> oh, my God. It is so interesting to me. Like, I mean, do you feel like, you know how people are always like, therapists are always crazy. You don't seem, you seem like pretty not crazy right now anyway. Do you feel like that's yeah, true? I do know why people say that because, um, you know, the kind of person who's drawn to doing this is somebody who is sort of like interested in mucking around in people's stuff. And so, you know, not every sane person really wants to do that. But I think, you know, lots of people, and I think I'm one of those people, are just sort of trying to, I think we've talked about this on the podcast before, like trying to sort of master something that was not masterable in there life. Right. So I, I mean, the kind of people I couldn't help in my family. I had a therapist who told me like, you know, when you're like, when I actually had a therapist in high school and she said, when I moved to New York for college, she was like, and you're look when you're looking for a new therapist, call them and just ask them like, what is therapy? What's the purpose of therapy? And she's like, you know, call like five different people or something until you find the person you feel like is right. And I thought it was so interesting because I do think most people go, I've never done therapy. So they go to one person and they assume that that's what all therapy is, whoever that random therapist is, you know, and there's so many different kinds of therapy that it's just like a shame that people think, well, I've tried therapy and I didn't like it. And it's like, well, you might have found someone that A, wasn't compatible with you or B, wasn't very good at it or whatever, you know, like, so when I called people, some people were like, well, we can discuss it in your first session. And I was like, fuck this. I'm not going to, I'm not going to that person. And then the person I chose in New York was like, I think therapy is about recognizing patterns in your life that you're not happy with and trying to figure out where they come from. And, and, you know, and then you're like, yeah, that's preach. That's that's what you're looking for. Yeah. Totally. And so I was like, okay, I went with her and then she was great. And it helped me a lot. I mean, she, she totally like influenced me where like I could hear her voice saying something to me when I was, you know, out and about in my life years, Mm -hmm. years later, you know, which I think is cool. Yeah. It is such a chemistry thing. You really do have to find somebody who's, who gets you, who meets your, and you know, there, it's a feeling thing and you can get it on the phone. And when somebody says to you, Oh, you just have to come in, that, that seems like it's too cold. And you know, maybe there'd be another kind of person who would like that, but yeah, you know, I wouldn't, it sounds like you wouldn't either. You know what I think is really the hardest thing in therapy, no matter who the therapist is for me anyway, and maybe mm-hmm. that's not true for everyone is talking about sex. It always feels, oh, yeah. And people, it feels People really are hard so hesitant to talk about it. Yeah. Like it just feels really hard because yeah. it's like, <laughs> how do you talk about sex in a really clinical way? Like you don't want it to be titillating to who you're talking to. <laughs> and, right. and at the same time, you right. don't want to sound like a weird detached person talking about sex in this really clinical way. So it feels like there's like no way to talk about it. Like, you know, really comfortably or yeah. something. Yeah, it's awkward. And that, that also is kind of harkening back to what you're saying, like why so many people think that there are so many or that all therapists are crazy because unfortunately there are a lot of people who are not just crazy, but like really abusive and take advantage of that very yeah. vulnerable relationship and, you know, have sex with their patients, which is like I oh, know. every time that happens, it's just so horrible. I just feel like we all get taken down a peg. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's really hard to talk about it. It's it's uncomfortable for the therapist too. I mean, it can be, you know, depending what sex therapists obviously are used to talking about it all the time. But 
Yeah, and then it's like also a little bit of a barometer if somebody's telling you about their sex life. You are kind of wondering, are you just trying to right. be titillating to me? Or are you really trying to talk about something important? So it's a little bit tough. <laughs> yeah. If they're trying to be titillating to you, that is crazy. They're like, I'll be honest with you, Doc. I'm just trying to get you off right now. <laughs> <laughs> that is so crazy. Oh my God. Um, wait. Uh, I have not had that. I had one therapist uh, who I felt like she was like really entertained by me. Like she would be cracking up and like I felt like she was tapping into a performative side of me and I had to end it because that's not healthy for me. And like mm-hmm. we, we would always go over time, which anyone who's in therapy knows usually your therapist is very much like, oh, you're in the middle of a sentence crying and they're like, time. And she, she is like, she would be like cracking up. I'd be like, what time is it? And it would be like 20 minutes later than the session was supposed to end. And I was like, okay, I can't, I have to end it with this person. That's, I, and I, I, from what I've heard about you on this podcast, like that would be so uncomfortable for you if you yes. felt like, you were too enthralling to to your therapist. Yeah, like I try to just, awkward. I really do try to be, you know, what like in places where I'm supposed to be thoughtful and open, and I try to do that instead of being like trying to charm someone, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but um, but then I'm a perfect client. Thoughts, and you need somebody who can who can see through that. Yeah, exactly. Now, do you call your do you call them patients or clients? Oh, what a good question. Thank you. So I'm a social worker and we're sort of trained in school to call them clients, but uh-huh. it does feel awkward. Like It does. You know, like with massage clients. Or, I don't know. It feels different. financial. I, yeah, totally. But patience, <laughs> patience feels a little more like you're, you're heightening the, the issue of like, they are a mental yeah. patient. <laughs> Yeah, and I think they like it better too. All it, it sort of depends. I never did that kind like that psychotherapy, you know, where pe- Freudian, what is it called, where people mm-hmm. anal- analysis, you know, where it's like psychoanalysis. Yeah. yeah, is that what your husband does? No, no. Um, oh, well, he he works mostly with kids, but um, I I do like a something called dialectical behavior therapy, which is just sort of like focused and targeted on on specific things that people want to change. Mm. And so I like that because it's not just like this meandering, tell me about your childhood. I mean, we do talk about that kind of stuff too, but, and that is important. I don't mean to say it's not, but um, I'm very like, all right, we have a goal. Yeah. I like that kind of, but I have had friends who've benefited from doing like a year of psychoanalysis or something where it's like, you know, they go multiple times a week. They talk very deeply and symbolically about their childhood and all this stuff. And like, they Mm -hmm. did feel like it was like this crazy. I mean, generally it seems like it feels awful at the time. And then they got through something by doing that, but I've never done that. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, different phases of your life, you're you're ready for different things, and so yeah. there may be a time where that's like where you're totally ready to dive into, and another time where you're not, and you just need some support and somebody to say it's going to be okay. Yeah. So what you do know, you what do you um what do you recommend for people who are broke? Because I've had a lot of friends where I'm like, you should try therapy, and they're like, I can't afford it. 
Like, is there an mm-hmm. option, you know, and I feel like it's also interesting with all these shootings that have happened, like that mental health really feels mm-hmm. like it's at the forefront right now of this national dialogue. <laughs> Were you ready for this, <laughs> this line of questioning no, when you no, called? No, you bring in some McLaughlin group. Whole other yeah. Level <laughs> um, listen, I think, uh, you know, you're totally right. And I think I'm like really warm with my heart, actually, that you're, that you're saying that, even though. I know it's like funny podcast and all that kind of stuff, but it's, it's really wonderful that you, that you would even say that. And, um, but what I would say with people who are broke is, I mean, sometimes people say they're broke and then they're going out and buying, you know, Prada bags and stuff like that. And so yeah. there's, there's like one question. <laughs> shots fired. <laughs> shots. Hey, well, shots you know, fired to all you fashionistas that need therapy. <laughs> And also, uh, I thought you were going to say drinks because there's always people who spend like $80 on drinks a night and they're like, I'm broke. I can't go to the museum. <laughs> right, right, right. No, totally. So like, there's the question of what, is it a priority to you? Right. I, I have definitely worked with people who they scrimp and save every last dime and, you know, and they're, I'm charging them a low fee, but they're, they're taking every additional dollar and cent they have. And that is like, such a wonderful kind of person to work with because then they're really committed and working right. really hard. But it's but also kind of, true. I mean, that's to me, it's like if you're starting to be really stressed out by trying to afford therapy, it counteracts some of the relief of going to therapy. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. I do yeah. think like, you know, therapy from what I understand costs like from 80 to 150 on the low end. And then sometimes some people pay up to like 400 an hour, you know? Yeah. Yep, you got it. That's the range. You got it. So, and if you can't get, like, some people can get reimbursed on their insurance and some people can't. But, you know, there's, like, low-fee clinic. I mean, if you live in a place like New York City, there's a lot more options for you than in other places. But, yeah. you, can, you know, look into low-fee clinics. and at work, But a lot of people are coming to treatment for, like, uh, issues that can sometimes really be helped with 12-step groups. Like, yes, if it's not not even addiction, but like Al-Anon and Coda and, you know, yeah. you talk about Coda therapy a lot on your show. And like, a lot of people really suffer with that. Yeah, Al-Anon and Coda, you know, there's people probably don't even know that all these different 12-step groups exist. But there is like one for if you are an under earner, you know, like if you're bad with money, there's 12-step mm-hmm. groups. You know, so there's all kinds of... Of yeah. And then you have basically free therapy where you go sit for an hour with people who have a similar problem and then, you know, talk about it. Yeah. 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 Support groups where people, people meet up. The, the National Alliance for the Mentally Ill has like on their website, they have all kinds of free support groups and stuff like that. So there's a lot of options. You have to just, it's mostly, it, I find that a lot of times, not even, even 900 a time people say, I don't have the money. It's just that they don't really want to allocate it. Right. (laughs) That's just funny to me from a therapist to say that because I do feel like there are people who are super broke, though. You know, like not everyone is (laughs) buying product bags or drinking. True. No, no. It is a sizable amount of money. I mean, even if it's eighty dollars a week, that's I can't do the math. (laughs) What is that? Three twenty? Three twenty a month? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, that would be true. No, no, sure. That's a lot of money. And you know. Uh, but like, I also think that sometimes if people, you know, don't even necessarily take advantage of their resources, like you, somebody might be able to ask somebody that in their family or something like that for that kind of help that they would 
might be surprised to know that their family would be willing to give them that help. Oh, um, for financial help. No, it, I thought you were saying for like yeah. psychological guidance. I'm like, what if everyone's crazy in your family? <laughs> like, yeah, no, no, I'm talking about for financial Okay, help. yeah. Don't, don't call the people who are making you crazy. Yeah. Ask them for psychological help. That would, that would, right. That's not a good idea. But um, yeah, there's, and plus, there's a lot of, bad stuff on the internet but there's a lot of also good stuff like good helpful um forums and even online support groups and stuff like that it's interesting i mean you know poke around yeah i do think that mental health i really am hoping that there's you know better access for low-income people to mental health i hope that that's a priority moving forward as all these shootings have indicated or even that it's a part of the school system in a way that isn't like emergency you know mental health but that there's more i mean do they still even do sex ed i feel like there used to be at least like some component of education that talks about like you know i don't know i well, I don't know about sex ed, but I do know really because of kind of what you're talking about, shootings and stuff. Well, that's not really related to shootings, but bullying being so much more right. in the forefront has created a lot more awareness of that. And a lot more teachers are kind of trained up on how to identify that and special also, assemblies and stuff like that happening in schools. But I'm sure it's not happening to the degree that it could or that it probably really needs to. It's also made comedy a lot harder. um but yeah i don't know well this was a great call this is really interesting i hope that the listeners found it that way but i think they will i mean i think so many people struggle with different issues or you know traumas or just day-to-day coping issues and it's like i just feel like so few people seem to actually go to therapy i mean do you know what percentage of people do Oh, that's a good question. I don't know that there's ever been like a study per se on that, but um, I no, I, I really don't know. I mean, um, my world tends to be with full of people who do therapy, but that's because I know a lot of therapists. Right, but, right. I also feel like it's like a very, very LA, New York thing, but it seems like it's not so mm-hmm. much spread throughout the country. And it's also that's like true. much more of an affluent thing, you know, unless yeah, it's like true. court mandated. <laughs> Um, <laughs> that's a whole other kettle of fish but yeah. uh um, Chelsea you're the best thank you, you are. so much for taking my call thank it you was that awesome. was awesome alright your clients are very blessed <laughs> oh thank you alright thanks <laughs> bye All right, take care. <laughs> what an app there was something I was thinking about but I can't remember what the fuck it was but there are other things that help with mental health if any of you struggle with depression feelings of futility, uselessness, despair. I have found that things that help with those feelings, um, you know, aside from therapy or, you know, support groups or things like that she was already mentioning is exercise. Um, really does help to do that every day. Hot baths, I think really help, um, talking to people, like not isolating yourself in your house, but actually pick up your phone and make yourself call someone and talk to them. Um, these are different things that help and also just, you know, helping other people. Cause a lot of that depression is like you start getting stuck in your own head about yourself and you know, maybe I will pay for that guy's tooth. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Should I? I don't know. That's too much money. I can't afford it. I've been spending so much money, <sighs> but if he does send me a link, I will, I will donate. 
an unspecified amount, <laughs> depending how expensive my poodle is. <laughs> uh, uh, well, this has been a interesting ep, if nothing else. Bong Central. <gasps> I forgot that I have two uh, new songs to play. This this is going to be the fucking gold pot at the end of the rainbow because these songs are crazy epic creations. Okay. I was able to get some guests to contribute some really amazing musical history in the making. You ever try to make your voice as good as you can? Like voiceover auditions, I was never good at, I guess. But like to try to make your voice like, hi. <laughs> to try to make it have like lots of smile in it and sound really smooth. Hello. Hi. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. <laughs> it's like um English tutorial. I am well. How are you? Did you see her? <laughs> I was really jet lagged and I slept through the first half <laughs> and then I woke up for the second half and had all kinds of opinions on it. My boyfriend was like, um, <laughs> I do remember you drooling down my shoulder. Well, I got coffee cracking through my sister. Coffee cracking through my sister. Coffee cracking through my sister. I got coffee cracking through my sister. Coffee. Kojak does it again. Cool Kojak does it again. But it doesn't stop there. It just simply doesn't stop there. Why would it stop there? When the coffee's cranking, you gotta keep going. Can you guess who this artist is? His initials are Aaron Neville. 
Neville? I never know how to say that. Speaking of pronunciation. God, I mean, are you serious? We're talking about maybe doing an album of all coffee cranking versions. <laughs> I think that would be something fun. Now, a couple things I actually forgot. First of all, Korean food. I can't stop. I'm so addicted. It's insane. There's so much good Korean food in LA. Second of all, Szechuan. Last night I had a Szechuan meal that I have to say, the first time I went to this place, I tried it and everything was so hot that I, I, I had a long wait. Everything was so hot that I couldn't eat it. I was furious. And um, they have a numbing flavor a spice. And I was just like fucking livid because I was like, I waited so long and now everything's just so hot. It's inedible. And I left and I was like, whatever. And then a couple days later, I was like, kind of craving that. Like, it's such a weird thing. But I was like, I told the <coughs> almost just died. <laughs> I told the people that I had gone with the first time, I'm like, you know what's crazy? I'm craving that food now. And barely, we even barely ate it. We ate like three bites of each dish, four bites or something like that. And so last night I went back and I strategized my order more. Like I, I picked like some things that weren't hot, but like everything basically was amazing. It was basically, I want to say up there with the best meals of my life. And it's that spice and it's, I can only liken it to the film All is Lost. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen it, but I mean, he's out at sea, his boat's being thrown this and that way. There's water, everything, things are falling. That's what it feels like to take a bite of this kind of spice. It's so hot and it's so intense and it feels like you're just on this crazy ride for survival, but there's something so addictive about it. And then my boyfriend was telling me that like, when you eat hot food, like your body creates some painkiller or something, natural painkiller. And so that I was like, oh, my God, what if I get addicted to eating spicy food? Oh, I'm a hoot. Anyway, it's so good. That might be my new shit. Now, another thing is, how 
kind of want to have a sponsor for the show and I want it to be like a cool, like who's a cool company, you know, like really cool, you know, like you show up in dark sunglasses and a suit. Cool. (laughs) And I want to do it in an interesting way. Are you listening? Are you an interesting person? Do you feel like you're, I don't know. Is there a way to do it that isn't shitty? That's what I want to know. And if you're listening and you have an idea, let's talk. I don't want to do something that changes the character of the show in a shitty way. For chump change. I'll do that for millions. If you have millions, holler! Now, normally at this time, I would be playing my car speeding off down the street but however i don't have that sound effect right now but what i do have is pete holmes laughing just kidding what i do have is i'm gonna play this song again peace everybody well i got coffee cracking through my sis coffee cracking through my sis coffee cracking through my sis i got coffee cracking through my sis tell coffee